All right, welcome to the third episode of the podcast. We have myself, Harrison. And Adam. And Dylan. And today is our first episode all together. Three amigos. This is going to be episode 0.2. We're still working on... This is still still in beta mode here. We're still working on it. Yeah. We're going to get a logo. We're going to get this thing official, get some more guests on it. And yeah, um, but otherwise, yeah, let's get into it. I'm excited for this one. Before, we start, yeah, we have to talk. Before about we get into the podcast, though, are we starting now? Oh yeah. Oh, bef- okay. Yeah. Well, before we actually start, we have something to talk about. Okay. Um, I'm sure a majority of you who are listening to this may not. Uh, by the time you hear this, you will have heard the news of the six-game suspension for Ezekiel Elliott, and we were just talking about that while we were setting up um, the table and the computer and all that. And we found out our buddy over here, Harrison. Which seemed to be relatively unfamiliar yeah. with the team for which Ezekiel Elliott plays. Yeah. Which, to be honest, threw me for a loop because you strike me as... Here's the deal. You strike me as somebody who is in the know, especially with your major players in major teams in major sports. And I don't know that you get a more major team or major sport... Here's the deal. The National Football Major League. team? Yeah. That's another clue. So, yeah, so to, to add some context, we're trying to help our friend out here without giving it away. You know, leave some accomplishment in it for him. So Dylan offers a clue that the team he plays for is often referred to as America's team. Okay. Which um, we which can evoked, all say which you, we d- disagree with. <laughs> 1,000%. But that's besides the but point. It is Make sure it you is. stay on the mic because your levels are all crazy. <clears throat> You're good. So okay. So I'm just I'm just saying that the fact that that evoked no aha moment it, to America, borrow Dylan's phrase, I was rattled. Yeah, something. I, I was rattled. America's team, as in the Atlanta Falcons, because because oh. <laughs> the Atlanta oh, Falcons tough. had Mike Vick, who was the best player in 2007. If, you, if we're talking, we're uh, all if kinds we're, of hate, man. If we're talking. 199 if we're talking 1995 to 2004 sports emmett smith talk to harrison oh my god (laughs) i just got it emmett smith emmett smith the cowboys jerry jones (laughs) jerry jones yes he got it he got it (laughs) see all all emmett smith is what did it all right to be clear all dylan had to do To be clear, all Dylan had to do was... Well, the levels are all crazy here. We're still on a learning curve. To be clear, all Dylan had to do... What what did you say? Say that again. I said, if we're talking sports from the year 1995, 96, whatever it is, until early 2000s, 2004 maybe. Yep. Harrison Harrison's the go-to for for those. So 2000. So if you're gonna talk those years, I'm gonna go straight to Emmett Smith because he ran the league. I actually have a card of Emmett Smith with a piece of his jersey. <laughs> those are fake. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't tell me that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we got that cleared up and. Figured Harrison out. Harrison solved the problem by I himself. Just don't on think, his own. On his yeah, own. I'll give you credit. I just don't think that the Cowboys are America's team. Nobody does. Okay. But that's... My dad's a Cowboys fan, though. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> Your dad's a Cowboys fan, and you didn't even... Oh, man. Oh, See, that you shouldn't have said that. That was... Mm. I didn't watch any football last year. Yo, me neither, but for completely different reasons. Hey, maybe, maybe this is the year you get into it. Maybe. We'll see. Unlikely, but maybe. Sunday. Football day. Like all day. Yeah. We can start doing that. Maybe, we'll have parties maybe. here. <clears throat> Put it on in the screen down by the stairs. Wow. I'm just saying, Nurchies will sponsor it. All right. But yeah, so, I'm glad we could share that with everybody. Wish we could have got the, the preamble on there because I feel like that was pretty entertaining. But yeah, it's all right. All right. Let's get Should we get into questions. it? Yeah, yeah let's get, get into it. your crowdsourced so questions. We, um, we can feel normal. Hopped on Instagram live. While we were setting up, I asked you guys for some questions. 
Yeah, we, we, we got some good ones. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll go through some of them here. Dylan, you uh, yeah, you take take lead on. All right, so should we just go down the line, or what do you? You're the just, leader. Yeah, just go right. Whatever down the line. feels right. That's fine. All right. Um, this one's pretty fitting. This one's pretty fitting for right now. Uh, what event in Binghamton uh, do you look forward to the most, and why? Okay. Who's up? Anyway, who wants to start? Um, you go. Me? Okay, I'll start it. Off. I'll start it off. Um, well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna answer this one as of right now, the most one I'm excited for. Okay. I don't know about in general. There might be a different one. But as of right now, just because we're kind of in it, and we went to the press conference yesterday, going to have to go with Luma. Um, Makes sense. Pretty excited for it. It's They kind of stepped it up a lot. Not kind of. They stepped it up a lot. Um, the first two years were awesome, but I really think that this is it's almost getting to that national level. Um, I mean, it is. To, well, they're uh, bringing in... International artists. Artists have never performed in the U.S. before, so which is crazy. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's growing something beyond Binghamton. The first two years, not to say that it was only Binghamton, but this year, I feel like could draw in a lot of people outside of Binghamton, which is exciting. Um, <clears throat> which is saying something. We did oh, thirty thousand people last year for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about that. But simple answer is Luma. <clears throat> I'm excited for it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard not to say Luma. Yeah. At this point, just because it's it's still so new and so fresh, and it's something that, like, we've actually even got to have a part in promoting. Right. So that you helps. almost feel like a sense of ownership mm-hmm. in it, and it's just it's just really cool to see. Obviously, if you, like the grand scheme of things, we're maybe like a half a percent of <laughs> of all the stuff that goes into it, but just from kind of being around and. and hearing josh talk about it with just an idea and to see it get so big so quick uh yeah i mean luma is definitely an exciting time but i mean fucking speedy fest was awesome this year too. yeah speedy fest killed it and and it's funny because speedy fest was something where i would go to it sometimes but the past couple years it was more of like a "Eh, if i get free tickets you know i'll go but when i was younger i was definitely a lot more interested in it interested in it um but this year I mean, we worked it, but like after going to it this year, it, they definitely stepped their game up. Like next year, if we're not a part of it, it would definitely be something that I'd consider going to, you know, with yeah. friends. I mean, even if it's just for a day. I you feel know, like you're. I feel like you're. I feel like new. you're going to be part of it next yeah, year. Yeah, it's. Well, I'm just saying. Even if I, but like if I wasn't a part of it this year, um, I may not have went, and I may not not have really given it a chance. You know, I would have just skipped it and be like, ah, like every other year. But I don't know. It's. It's yeah. not. It's. I don't know. I kind of had like a bad, bad taste in my mouth about it. Once again, eh, yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was always just like an eh to me. And I don't know. There's something about it that, it's. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, like, no, it was big, everything it was, about it. It was big time this year. Yeah. I. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm really excited for Luma as well. Um, it's going to be fun. But I think the Bing Pond Fest has a lot of potential. Mm. Um. The first year was when we were involved. It was cool. Um, see, for me, it's I was have been a part of the uh, Pond Hockey Festival out in Eagle River, Wisconsin. The OG. Yeah, like it's it's the biggest. It's you've seen how it's done. Yeah, I I, I can I've seen and I've experienced the potential, and it's crazy. There's like they have you know teams from all over the all over the country. Uh, yeah. And up into Canada and all that. They have, yeah, international. Yeah, they have teams all over, like over 300 teams. So I mean, it, it can grow. It can it can be something incredible. Um, yeah. And even you know what, what we experienced last winter, it was really cool. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, and for I'm, people I'm who a, don't I'm know, a, I'm a sucker for pond hockey too. Tell, so tell them a little bit what it what exactly it is. The Bing Pond Fest. Yeah. So it's it well it revolves around uh, a pond hockey tournament. And there's, you know, you can sign up. Anybody can sign up. There's different, you know, age levels, different skill levels and all that kind of stuff. But um, it's not only playing pond hockey and going watching a pond hockey tournament. There's fireworks. There's events for the kids. Vendors. It's a whole, it's a whole weekend. Yeah. It's not just a one-day thing. So that's cool, too. There's a lot. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot going on. 
and it's it definitely has room to grow which is what excites me most yeah it is cool to see like i mean luma started off i can't even really say small because the first year no, in my yeah. mind was a huge success whereas bing pond fest is on a smaller scale right. more targeted audience you know um and but yeah the potential that it has right. i think is incredible for drawing people out drawing people out to that i mean even if you don't like hockey or why you don't really want to watch hockey there's like kids rinks there's yep. games there's uh, i think animal adventure was there last year it's just another event food and drink yeah and it's not so. in the summer so like i don't know and it's like not even that cold when you have all those people around yeah and, well, have that, something to drink <laughs> and that that's the exciting part about it to me too is that that can hopefully be kind of one of the first flagship things that shows people that you could do stuff here in the winter time yeah, that can and be people will come the you premier know? winter event for the right. longest time there's this something thought that like once September gray, October yeah. hits like you're done for like outdoor events but if you do it right especially which it sounds like these guys are doing like yeah. it gives you something to look forward to in the cold yeah. winter months besides mm-hmm. Christmas and it sounds like there might be <laughs> bigger plans for it this year too i don't know what's hopefully yeah, it, yeah it, out there it's got a lot there. of but potential like like all events it costs money and time and if there's not enough people for it and not enough people behind it it can be difficult so hey by the way if you're listening right now youtube.com slash south 60 you can see our binghamton pond fest video that we made it's a little recap video of last year some shots of people skating hanging out see what it looks like um yeah, like I said, there's it's small scale right now compared to what we think it will be. So yeah, word. All right, yeah, cool. All right, moving on. This one kind of ties along, I guess. Favorite thing? What is your favorite thing about living in upstate New York? <laughs> My favorite thing is the uh, cold days where it's wicked cold, doesn't <laughs> snow. It's too cold to snow. And you got to walk from the parking lot to class and it's like your face. So you get in the car after and you just have to sit there and like wait for like a couple minutes to like be able to drive because you're like, you're frozen. You don't have to do that anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Those aren't my favorite. <laughs> Adam, go ahead. You had a real answer. Uh, I don't know what real it was, but <laughs> no, I don't know. My favorite, I think my favorite thing is just the seasonality of it. Yeah. You know, like it's easy to complain like two weeks ago when it was so hot and, and humid or when it's so cold that like you're frozen your car but i think the fact that we have that is like really really cool you know and you can have speedy fest in the summer and then you can have luma and then you can have bing pond fest and then the amount of people that are about to lose their minds over the cider <laughs> mill and iron kettle and jackson's is going to be absurd in the next six weeks like we just, yeah. There's just a lot of shit to do. Pumpkin spice lattes. Oh my god. Cider mill. Yeah, that is something that I love the cider mill so I, much. I like when who I think about love people who mill? live in places that are warm all the time. Like, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of fall, but I love fall. If you experience it, like, falls one of those you you don't realize you love it until it's here though. Yeah. No, no, you don't realize you love it until it's about to be here. Yeah. And when you're in like the mid of fall and all you have to wear is a sweatshirt, it's not cold enough. Yeah. <laughs> but like you just wear yeah. a sweatshirt and you go outside and like, yeah, like you're not cold, but it's not like too hot. It's just perfect temperature. Yeah. There's something about fall. And all, all, all you have to do is look at the cider mill on Facebook to realize how pumped people are yeah. just yeah. so the place is open. Like I read, like I know one of the guys that works there, and like he helps with the social media. And I asked them how much they were spending boosting posts. They literally haven't spent a dime yet. <laughs> oh, these I dudes imagine. are pulling down thousands yeah. of. Con- I'm like, makes sense. It destroys my ego. Yep. It's like we're over here like hundreds of dollars a month, and like <laughs> they're well, just like, uh, yeah. Another thing, they've built that reputation. Where yeah. where we live, uh, we're surrounded by hills, like sm- small mountains. <laughs> And, and big the, hills, big hills. Well, I don't mountains. want people to think, you know, little hills. They're big, <laughs> they're not, they're but like, they're not mountains. Yeah, doesn't, the thing does, is, doesn't want to undersell the thing it. Thing is, we don't live like in mountains, but like, but like we're surrounded by, we're in like valleys. Yeah. Right. I don't, I think, <laughs> but what I was, what I'm getting to here is we're surrounded by trees. Like, uh, please comment. And, and you can live. see all, you can see the, the color change is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I hear a lot of. Um, it's actually we're gonna have a sick view for that. Yeah, here. actually, that's what I was just looking at. For what? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking is, I feel like I hear a lot of people say, I don't know where I heard this recently, is uh, <laughs> it's a pattern today. Like when you live on, 
Or when you live in the warm. I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. When you live in the warm your whole life, you get spoiled. And so you don't you like you don't become you don't become like a like a hard guy. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? You don't become like you're uh, you're soft. You're, you're soft. You're, you're soft, soft serve. Yeah, you're soft serve. You're soft serve cone. Yeah, that's sense. what you become. It makes because, sense because yeah, because you you don't have to face these like freezing cold days. So like you you complain when it's like seventy eight and sunny. I don't know if that means mm. anything to anyone. What you're trying to say <laughs> is, is old, yeah, help me out here. When you don't experience the winter and the fall Hard and the guy. seasonal change, you. <laughs> are spoiled and you become soft and when it's 68 degrees and partly cloudy you're in pants and a sweatshirt and you're complaining about it being cold yeah when here we're like that's perfect that's money like that's that's a good So realistically if there were like a zombie apocalypse or something and like the weather changed or something like we're gonna have a little bit of an advantage because but we do have to be careful because we don't live in that crazy yeah winter climate like two degrees well, I mean, we do. We get in the teens sometimes. Yeah. What if it happens in like May though? Yeah, but yeah. I yeah. All right. Yeah, we're getting off topic. Speaking of the zombie apocalypse, we'll get into that in a later episode. But that's gonna be a good one. That's probably gonna be a whole episode dedicated to itself. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Um, I don't know if we can show you the maps and drawings that we've made, but we'll get into it later. Yeah. We'll, okay. They did. Next question. All right. Let's do a. Um, when you think of success, who is the first person that comes to mind? Harrison Lanehart. Next question. <laughs> Ooh. Right, moving on. No one. <coughs> I thought we Dilsey, need to get into Dilsey, our, our Dilsey's flow. term. Yeah, Dilsey, we're rotating. Get into the ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Yeah. All right. When you think of success, who's the first person that comes to mind? Um. Oh man, I'm excited. I see. I'm gonna say a different answer than you guys are gonna probably say. I'm gonna don't worry about it. Just be lean, honest. Don't lean, worry about our answer. I'm gonna lean on the sports side here. I'm gonna say, oh. I'm gonna say Derek Jeter. Okay. Um. He, you know, everyone everyone knows this his little story. He grew up a Yankee fan his entire life. Kalamazoo. Wanted Michigan. to play. See, he knows that, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know America's team. 115 Derek Jeter not rookie cards, <laughs> baseball cards. Dude like can tell you the hospital that Derek Jeter was born in. Can't tell you who America's team is. I wrote a is. short story when I was in third grade about Derek Jeter and his life, like a biography thing. Anyways, yeah. So he, <laughs> you know, obviously yeah, anyway. grew up a Yankee fan. Wanted to play for Yankees entire life. Got the shot. Um, made the most out of it. First and game. The the. What first game hit a home run, right? Um, I don't. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I'm, Keep going. I think he might have gotten a base hit his first at bat, but I don't know. I know his three thousandth hit was a homer. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think just in in general, um, he put together an incredible career while at the same time living in New York City and playing for arguably the most popular. Uh, major league team, all while uh, saving and keeping his reputation impeccable. Uh, never had any hiccups. That's the most amazing with, part. Yeah. yeah, like all of this shit that everybody's like. Go back to Ezekiel Elliott, yep. dude. Yeah. Been in the league for nine months. Go back to yeah. Bryce Harper. Like, dude, I remember reading Bryce when Bryce Harper was fourteen years old on the ESPN magazine cover. I mean, remember Robbie was obsessed with him. And Hard, mm, I, I give him a little bit. Wow, I don't know, Dude, a little bit more a, slack. He's a rat. He charges the pitchers. Derek Jeter, like ten years into his career, gives an ump a question about safe at first base, and people are like, "Oh, Derek Jeter, is he okay?" Bryce Harper charges the pitchers in like his third year. Like, dude, he's. Yeah. I hope no one's at, gonna like be mad at me about that, but come on. It's a different style of play. But, oh yeah, huge! That's you're just saying you respect Jeter for that. So I mean, yeah, I know I do. I definitely um, respect. Let's call him a rat, Derek, <laughs> for how he played and everything. But um, we don't have to really get into the Bryce Harper thing. But he just yeah. tries too hard. Great player, but he tries too hard. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah He's just don't like his attitude. Same. That's why I like Jeter so much. Well, that's why everyone. Yeah. Like you can't not like Derek Jeter. Yeah. If you say you don't like Derek Jeter, you're you're just saying that because you're insecure. Like and Derek you're a Red Jeter Sox fan. 
beat my New York Mets in a World Series. Yeah, when people were like, him. oh, I like Nomar Garcia-Parra more than Derek Jeter, I was like... They live in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, but you were wrong because, well, Nomar's an okay guy. All right. <laughs> the, the players that I know, though, I was hoping you guys would get on me about Nomar. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm used to it by now. We rode you hard. But, now. yeah, it's Couldn't the... Who their shortstop is now, though. Stop. The career he just put together, stop. the way he did it, and how he handles himself, I just, I, I don't know. I really respect that, and I think it's, I think it's really cool, and I think... We need more of it. I know if we were talking about Bryce Harper and how I was kind of backing him up, but um, all sports need it. And it, it kind of extends beyond a game, too, beyond athletics. Yeah, I think it's huge beyond athletics. Just the whole part about being humble. Yeah. I think that's like a huge, huge, huge asset that can help people, especially in business. Just being humble and not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're a lot more likable. I mean, we, he played one of the most humbling games that you can play. Yeah. Hall of Famers fail seven out of ten times. Right. Yeah. And that's that's like us, too. Yeah. 90% of startups fail. Yeah. So, I mean. And and even on, like, day-to-day operations fail. <laughs> like. Right. Not, not like, all, you know what I mean? Not as a total business failure. Like, we make oh, failures yeah. every single day. Every single day. Mm-hmm. There's things that, like, we mess up on. There are L's but you to know be what? had. L's, yeah. But we you take a what? lot of L's. You adapt and you overcome. Yeah, adapt and overcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like adapting and overcoming. Right? Oh yeah, huge. 100%. All right, who's who's your success? No, we're going around, dude. Oh, I'm up. You're yeah, killing you're up. the flow, I, dude. I have flow. I have to say Steve Jobs because <laughs> I, said I have to. Dylan said that I was going to say Steve Jobs, but here's the thing. I feel like I've brought up Robbie in these podcasts a lot. Hoover. Right. Yeah. Oh. He. Okay. Sup, so Rob? Robbie was kind of like into him. I, I brought him on the last question into him and like read his book and everything and i remember he everything he would tell me about him and then i watched the movies and blah 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 and from like a person see this is a little bit opposite of dylan's ask, like answer from a person aspect it seems like you know he was a little tough on people he's a uh, dick yeah but like i guess how i guess how you measure success i'm going strictly like business success i guess not even like life happiness success um, business success, Steve Jobs, because yeah, the way he did it and how he did it, I think he crushed it and yeah. So it's opposite of Dylan because he's saying how I mean he changed the person, the technology world. Yeah, I mean look, single handed computer, but yeah, and I think that uh, a lot can be learned about how he handled his company and how he uh, not really treated people, but like if you want to get to the top, sometimes. I don't know. You have to do that stuff. Um, yeah. There, I mean, there's multiple routes and ways that you can do it, but in, like, I don't think I could ever emulate Steve Jobs and the things that he did because that's just not who I am. You, yeah. guys, you guys know that. <laughs> I could never be like that to someone. He, he might have been the OG Savage. Yeah. Steve Jobs, OG Savage. Yeah. yeah maybe. I would not debate that. So, I mean, if we're talking just business, take this with a grain of salt here business success steve jobs success in life i don't know depends on how specific we're getting well it, it everyone defines success differently. exactly yeah so. so i'm just saying business wise steve jobs crushed it fair enough okay i know that you both think that i'm gonna say gary vaynerchuk <laughs> and i've been and spending the, true i've been spending the last like 48 <laughs> seconds trying to think of a different answer but i can't i can't yeah. and be honest so but i think it's aside from the fact that like it was funny when we started working with a local wine shop a few months ago i had a friend from syracuse text me he's like really he's like you're not even trying to hide it anymore are you a social media agency trying to sell more wine and all that but he really has nothing to do with like the business stuff i mean obviously he's a pretty successful businessman but there's like millions of them the one thing that i always really respected about him was just kind of the way he did it <clears throat> you know everybody like even like us, without even being prompted, we're talking about what makes like, what do you think of first? We think of success. I'm like, well, there's business success and there's life mm-hmm. success, but I think he's kind of one of the really prime examples of somebody that is focused on both and yeah. one kind of driving the other, you know? Cause I mean, there's been times, especially early in our business life cycle where, you know, you'd land a client or, you know, get a deal locked down, 
but like you didn't really feel great about it. You know, whether not that you overpromise, but you're just like, man, we're not, we don't deserve this yet. You know, or, or, mm-hmm. or <clears throat> you know, I don't know how else to describe it, but you know, to me, even just having major wins in business, if you like remotely don't feel good about how you got it at the end of the day, it just completely washes out that first half. And I think that the more and more you get into someone like Gary's content, the more you see that you can do both, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think like, especially with us in this generation that we're growing up in, that we're starting businesses in, you know, there's this like culture around like hustle, make money, do what you got to do, you know, build the biggest build. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. it's almost like this pressure to be like a Steve Jobs yeah. and just like, who cares if you're an asshole to people, if you mm-hmm. grow and you make money, that's all that matters. And you know, I was never wired that way, yeah. you know? So it's just, I think kind of finding that balance and that middle ground. And I know that's something that, that following Gary stuff has always helped me with. So it's, it's hard for me as predictable and as cliche as <laughs> obviously that was to not say him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that makes me think he talks about a lot about, um, uh, you know, these startups that have great ideas, great products, yada, yada, and they get a lot of money up front. They can fund a lot of money, millions of dollars. And, you know, they're 20, 23 years old, 25, and they're these startup companies. They get a bunch of money, you know, um, and they spend it and the product goes away and, you know, good for you. But they're not playing that long term game. Yeah. And if they are, they're going into multiple businesses and, you know, they're all over the place. But yeah that that pressure to like get you know millions of dollars and live like that especially in the short term one's not like realistic it's I so mean, it's so short term and it goes back then it comes back again to self awareness of like not everybody is like that like not everybody's going to make a million dollars by the time they're 25 instead be aware of who you are and start working now and work towards that million dollars but not at 25 you're going to you're going to hurt yourself that way. You know what I mean? Work towards it for 35, 45, <clears throat> set it up, set yourself up because the odds of you actually obtaining that goal at 25 is very, you know, low. There's not that many people, so well you just you don't need it at 25. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like the toughest part. It's like especially for like the growth that we've had over like the last year, you know my close close friends, they're like obviously you don't really know what's going on. And like, I'll tell them and they're like, oh, so you must make it a ton of money right now. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm pretty much making the same. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, why? Like, why? Like, and I'm like, it doesn't. I'll be right back. I'm like, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't need to make $90,000 as no. a single 28 year old dude in Binghamton, New York. You know, I'd rather grind through on 40,000, right. you know, to make 400 when i'm 60 exactly you know it's like it's just i think that perspective and and just having that kind of patience is just lost on so many people yeah like i mean we see it even being here some of the different you know (laughs) pitch competitions whatever you see these kids come through their projections and their salaries and you're just like what the fuck are you talking about you know millions and millions of sales by year three and you know that's great for like products and stuff like that obviously you want ambitions and you want goals and you want to make three million or whatever but you know, hey, if you don't make that, does that mean the business goes away? You know, like, yeah. So, like, having these big goals is awesome, but I just, I don't know a lot. And being around it more, especially being in here, I just feel like the one thing, not that I know anything about anything, but the one thing I have been thinking about is like, everyone seems to be having these like short term goals, you know, yeah. short term. Um, like, yeah, basically what we just talked about. But. Yeah, like it's just I don't know. It's I think that's something that I've I've always admired and appreciated yeah. about Gary stuff is that it's yep. just kind of make sure that you maintain that balance and that like real realistically like you like your success is your success. Yeah. Like five years from now, your definition of you being successful and mine are probably going to be way different. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people talk about success as like, you know, how you live your life, your happiness and all that sort of stuff and Gary does talk about that. I mean, he did, he he does seem like he's in it for the money obviously, but his success he talks about is the pursuit of it and that's what makes him happy. Yeah. Which is not which again, you need to realize that not everyone's happiness is going to be the pursuit to buy the jets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people's happiness might be 
to retire when they're 65 and live on a lake house and own a boat. You don't need, I don't know how much jets cost, $4 billion. You don't need $4 billion for that. Yeah, and you don't, you might not be, you might be happier than Gary is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just self-awareness and knowing what makes you happy. And as soon as you start a business, you start to realize that money really doesn't, I mean, it helps. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely helps. Um, but, yeah, money really doesn't make you much happier. Um, yeah. A thousand percent. All right, we can move on. Um, run to the time machine. Yeah. All right. Where would you go? If you had a time machine, where would you go and why? Man. I'm back. Um, you got to take the kid's phone from him. No, it's uh, just... something going on with my dog. Oh, oh boy. That's going wrong. Sister, my, sister's taking her to the vet. So my dog was in the vet. Molly's dog was in the vet. My dog's in the vet this morning having ear surgery. Yeah. Gee, I don't know. Crickets. They're getting x-rays uh, for her, so I'm not really sure what's going on. Might have to leave soon. I don't know. Okay. Um. Anyways, what, where, where are we at? We are on the, uh, if you had a time machine, where would you go and why? Oof. That's a good one. I feel like we got to set these out early. Um. Time machine. I see, I don't where know. or when? I think this is a when. I would say when and where. Yeah, when right? and where, yeah. I think for me... Eh. I don't know. This is very... I f- Do you get stuck there? No, no. Because if you have the machine, you could probably get yeah. back. Let's I, say you can get back. You, how long do you have there? We can make up our own rules. Yeah, yeah. You got... You, you have a time machine. You can literally go okay. whatever you, you got want. A yeah. week, you got a week there. Oh, I was thinking like one event. No, I'm going to say... Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go one event. I'm going to go one event okay. I think I got it. All right. I think the one thing... So out of like my three sports teams that I really care about, <laughs> which are the we didn't talk about the San Francisco 49ers, the New York Metropolitans, and your back-to-back Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins, the Mets are the only team that I have not seen win a championship. So if I would go anywhere, it would probably be I'm gonna take two days. I'm, I would probably go uh, Game Six of the '86 World Series, Mookie Wilson's grounder through Buckner's legs. And then I would stick around for Game 7. A lot of people don't know. They thought that was Game 7. That was only Game 6. Hmm. Mets still had to come back and win Game 7 after that. Mm-hmm. So I would probably be there to see the most iconic team in my franchise's history win their second title. Fair enough. Okay. That's a good one. Um, hmm. If you, if you have an answer, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping. I know, I'm just trying to think. I'm still thinking. I hope people catch that back-to-back champions line, too. <laughs> I'm going to go... First time in, like, almost 20 probably years. Probably about 115 years in advance. Oh. Yep. I'm going to go forward in time. Maybe 100 years. Maybe a little bit more than 100. Just over 100. Like, just past my lifetime. I sure hope we don't get hit with like some giant meteor eight years from well, now. So you're just like, yeah, wait. Would... So if the world ends and you transport, you're just there by yourself. You're or... just there by yourself. Okay. Well, my whole thought process behind this is I'm gonna see what's going on. I'm gonna come back and well, hey, I don't know. Do I want to mess with that? Because I don't want to change the future. If you ever seen Back to the Future, yeah, that can fuck with stuff. I'm more interested in it as like how can I help progress things quicker. That's my only mindset behind this. Get forward, see what's going on, what's going on. Like, what's the problem? Come back, see if I can fix that problem. Okay, sold. Dylan, you're up. <laughs> Dude running for mayor. I think I oh, would... Senator. President. to... Crickets. You know what? I think I would go back to when... I'm not even sure exactly when this was. Look it up. I think I should know, but back when Woodstock was thriving, <laughs> because that would be that would be something to be a part of. <laughs> I just googled when was Woodstock thriving. What do you got for me? 1969. Oh, ironically, summer of 69. Ironic. Oh, that makes so much more sense yeah. now. Wow. Ironically, also the year the Mets won their first championship. So I could probably go with Dylan, catch both of them. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a good trip. Done. I just literally I've, I've, trip. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I've seen those. I've seen pictures of like the the crowd. It's insane. It looks insane. And like, I don't know. It's just something that a, a lot of people talk about. 
and it, it would be cool to experience firsthand. Look at that. Yeah, I'd be down with that. That's insane. <laughs> Look at that. Jeez. There's nothing like that right now. Harrison's currently uh, scrolling through pictures on his phone of Woodstock 69, and we're just marveling in the... 1969. That's the 1969 photo. Pure chaos of it. What the... F- I, just, I just... There's something about events with that many people. That's when, when you see it. That's Dylan. It. That's Dylan. <laughs> That's Dylan right there. No, there's something about, like... I don't know. I love live concerts. August 15th through 18th. It's coming up, dude. <laughs> 1969. That's Couple weird. Days. That's weird timing. Dill's getting in his time machine. Yeah, that's. I think that's that's the first thing that came to my mind, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with that. Okay, cool. I dig it. I could probably think of something better if I had more time. Look at, me, look at me trying to save the world while you guys are going to your sports games in Woodstock. Priorities. All right. Yeah. Next awesome. question. Um... If you could only eat one food item for the rest of your life, what would it be? A rapid fire round, go. Uh, it's either a pulled chicken sandwich from Strange Brew or Nurse's Pizza. I'll let the universe decide. I'll be fine either way. <laughs> You're up. I think I would say pasta. Can I say is that can is that too vague? Yeah, you need vague. It's very vague. Vague. It, it needs to be. If you could be vague. less vague in this answer. That'd be great. <laughs> Don't. Vague. Don't. <laughs> I'm obsessed with vague. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about. It. Uh, I'll say uh, some sort of chicken Alfredo pasta. Carbonation, carbicide. Yeah. I'm always gonna be full. Well, if you didn't, well, if you you'd can be, go that, you'd be stuck without carbs for the rest of your life. True. And that's just a life you, no one wants to live. If you're gonna go that vag, then I'm gonna go that vag and say like tacos. I like tacos. I a said lot. I I narrowed it down. Yeah, no, you he 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 pulled it back in. Okay, like chicken tacos. Okay, next round. That was a tough one. <laughs> Comment below what you think you would eat for the rest of your life. That's a tough question. That is tough. That really is hard. Actually, is it bad that I answered it in like ten seconds? Well, no, you gotta pick something that you're you you're okay with. Like you know, you're not gonna get sick of it. Right. I mean, I I feel confident in those first two. Pride, pride. Rest of it. your life, one thing. That's tough. I feel like you no matter sick of it, no what, matter what. No matter what you pick, you're gonna be sick of it. I yeah. might go, actually. I might go pull chicken because if I ate pizza every day the rest of my life i'd be like 900 pounds true so. plus you could take that sandwich apart and like eat the chicken that's true you can lettuce, make a salad out of it one time that, all right wow yeah nice. look at this kid all right done okay i'm good for one this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a tough one i think okay what is one thing that you find to be very true be but true. but a lot of people would disagree with I got this one go cool. it's so easy for me because huh. I just came up with a conversation the other day I for the most part believe that like 99.9% of people are just amazing hmm. and I feel like it's become very v- vogue and very popular to just Egg. talk about hating people and yep. not wanting to be around people and how all people suck and this that and the other thing I legitimately don't think I could name more than six people in 29 years that I've met that I don't genuinely like. Hmm. I think that people are just massively underrated as a whole and that if you have like the proper attitude and you're the right kind of person that you can get along with just about anybody. Yeah. goes back to that, that like famous question of are all people inherently evil? Where they're like, I don't know this question. Something like that, though. I, I, I'm not that yeah, philosophical, not that. but oh, okay. There's like a there's, that's a that's a thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. But yeah, that'd be mine for sure. That's okay. a good one. That is a very good one. Yeah, you're. I'd probably disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, there you go. I yeah. like to think that I like most people, but it's not. Thomas, uh, I told you it's philosophy. Thomas Hobbes. Thomas Hobbes uh, has a very negative view of people and humanity. He believed all people were born evil and needed to be controlled by a strong leader. Hobbes believed if people were left to their own devices, they would live like savages. Savages. Actually, which yeah. is actually a good thing in 2017. So hey, yeah, maybe actually he learned. Learn I learned that in one of my classes. Thomas Hobbes. I don't remember what it was. But it was probably that. Probably a philosophy class. 
I think yeah. you're thinking of Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> oh, Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> kind of like the Harrison Lanehart theory. That is a thing. Everything's 50-50. Oh, no, that? No, no, no. Schrodinger's <laughs> cat's a thing. Yeah, Schrodinger's cat's but a thing. I thought very, you were talking about the... Schrodinger's the, cat's theory is very similar to my theory. He no, may have not. taken it from me. No, it's not. Well, what about the infinite hotel floor theory? What's that one? That one's tough. I don't know that one. I feel like you just keep naming if things because you don't have floors, an answer for this question. If there's infinite floors in a hotel and it's fully booked and somebody comes <laughs> and says, I want a room, everybody moves to the next floor. I don't know if, there, if there's, a, I don't I, know if there's a question. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a little lost here. I'm not going to lie. I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. I guess I don't <laughs> um, know the full theory. Back to the question. Uh, it's one thing you find most to be most true a lot of people disagree with. I don't know if a lot of people would disagree with me on this or not, though. But I think I'm a like a really big believer in everything happens for a reason. I th- I feel like a lot of people think that though. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. Pretty. I don't. I feel like if you go to most girls' apartments between the age of 21 <laughs> and 29, there will be some kind of true. craft fair sign that says That's everything true. happens for a reason and yeah. live, laugh, true. love. I don't know. Live, laugh, love. Those yeah. are two guaranteed ones. I might push back, though, because you're kind of in control, but I'll let you finish. Yeah, you're in control, but it, like yeah. what you do, you yeah. do that for a reason. And yeah. like there's a reason that you decided to do that. Yeah, I guess. But I guess that's I guess that's kind of a common thing, I guess. Yeah, a lot really, of people, a lot of people really think count. that. Um, so, so one I thing think. you think that people... Oh, Adam pumped one out. This yeah, is a really good question. This is a really good one. Uh, help us out. It's it's hard. I, I feel like Adam might know something about us that we can't think of. It's hard because if you think something, you most of the time I feel like you think that other people think that. Yeah. You gotta you gotta think of something that you. You gotta be real existential for this one. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, Dylan. A lot of people disagree with. Silence. Radio silence right now. Hmm. Man, a lot of thinking. Should've, My head should've should have stretched mine out. Yeah, more. we stumped. Stumped. We're stumped. You got? You got anything? I there? do. I don't think I have much. I mean, Adam said people are nice. People are nice. People are nice. Yeah, they're nice. I mean, I think I'm a little deeper with it than that. Yeah. Um, most people disagree with. I don't know. Should we skip this? Yeah, I'm I'm struggling. I'm drawing a blank on this one. <laughs> Help us. I feel like you know something that we talk about. I mean, like the one thing with you guys I think would stick out is that Here we go. <laughs> you kind of like you kind of have this belief that your artistic integrity is more in like doing something to line up with that is more important than doing something that on paper lines up with a good business move. I, I got, think that I got, I got two of them now. <clears throat> You're welcome. The artistic value, our, our, our artist uh, as artists, as creating what we want, um, it would be more powerful in our minds to do it how we want it to look or how we want it to feel or how we want the emotion to be rather than how it should be done for a business because we're way more artist minded. We're like perfect example. Yesterday we made a post like on Facebook and up, like, I feel like you just straight up stole my answer. For we you. did, but that, <laughs> that, that was perfect. We no, made, wait, I like, have two different ones. Right we now. make a post and it's like, we're way more concerned about like the look of that post than like the strategy of tagging people. And Dil- actually yeah. I think Dylan kind of started that and he got me more like that. I was not as much like, like I was way more like, um, like nitty gritty about that. Like I didn't really care. And then like now I'm like concerned about the look of it. Like when we do an Instagram post, we're so concerned about yeah. like the look of it. Like yeah. it's something blurry. Like yeah. whereas from a business side, we should just be posting more. Right. Even if they're from our phone or if they're from a screenshot of Snapchat or if they're from, you know what I mean? More like that. Whereas like Dylan and I, we think like, oh, it needs to be from a camera. It needs to be edited on a computer. Uh, it needs yeah. to be a professional yeah. photo. So I think a lot of people, especially business people, would disagree with that. And then my second one, I just forgot. So Dylan, talk. <laughs> oh, that's that's tough. No, that's that's good. The only it. the only thing with that is um, different people like from. Oh, I remembered it. Like, there's gonna be a lot of people that agree with that. That's true. There's also gonna be a lot of people that disagree. It all depends on what side of the. It's true. My other one. On. Here's one. 
Well, again, it's kind of like what you said. Some people do agree with this. I, I think that everyone, and Dylan can attest to this, I think that a lot of people are always like out to get us. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's a real thing. Everyone laughs at me, but like, I feel like everyone's out to like, because when you do something that like other people don't do, I feel like their first thought is to like laugh at you to like, you know what I mean? It's scary putting like a out. A lot of it is like a, scary putting out like videos and not scary, but like you know what I mean. Like when you put out a video and someone like, haha, those guys are such dorks. Well, it's all. It's, it's like all, okay, well, you're not doing it. Like you know what I mean. So it's a, a defense mechanism for them because exactly. they, they don't know it, they don't yeah. understand it. So they yeah. like, oh, I'll just like make fun of it. Right. So it's like an insecurity for me that I have to get over. Right. And like know that you know if someone is out to get me, like I'm not out to get them. Like oh, you're working at blank job, like. I could just as easily make fun of that job or I could just as easily, you know, like make fun of you or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes everyone's out to like get us. Everyone wants their own little piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See, Dylan kind of disagrees. So there, perfect. We'll get, so someone disagrees. So that's, that's something that I believe. You'll get yours. I'll get mine. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to overcome that a little bit and be more like Adam. Nice. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Moving on. Well, I think Adam should be saying you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. I'm just trying that whole being humble thing. All right. We got a couple left. Let's uh, do some. Do another fire round. Another fire round? Fire round. Keep Bo- this. Boys keep this. got Instagram posts. Yeah, keep okay. this rolling. Okay. Do some fire uh, rounds here. We could get into this one, but we can make this a fire round. Who in your family has had the biggest influence? That's going to be a long one. Who in your family has had the biggest influence on you? Do I just do a fire round and name and not talk about it? We can, or we can skip that and come back to it on a different day. Who in your family? Oh, that's gonna be a deep, that's a deep one, dude. That's so that's not fair because I have four relatives. Relatives. <laughs> that's it. Just well, you four. got grandparents. <laughs> yeah, grandparents, uncles, cousins, I, aunts, stuff like that. I we can we can know. we can come back to that one when we don't have to fire around it, unless you want. Well, to let's just, save that for another podcast because that's that's fine. That's fine. I think that's what he said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, just like. The only two we have left aren't really fire round worthy. That's fine. Okay, let's finish on one. Um, that one what do you one. want to remind your 50-year-old self? Let's do that one. I got one. Let me start it off. Um, to... Oh, wait. I'm telling my 50-year-old self now? Yeah, I'm, I was just thinking about that. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that... Is that like a... Like... No, wait. What if, what if we had our 50-year-old self come back and talk to us right now? How about Wait. one question you would ask your 50-year-old self? Oh, okay, yeah. One question you'd ask your 50-year-old self. That's weird, though. I think this is like... I'm confused on this question. What do you want to remind your 50-year-old self? So, um... We're confused on the question. Yeah, we are confused on this question. Ben? Ben, what If you're heck? listening, uh... What confusing the, what question. The fuck, we need man. help. Confusing question. <laughs> uh, let's, let's switch it up. Are you I, working today? Yeah. I was going to say you should call him. Yeah. <laughs> What, uh, let's just say, let's switch it up to, um, like if you could, uh, I, I think if you had someone, I guess if you had I, your I future thought, self come back in time and tell you one thing, what, but then you don't really know. I, I don't thought know it was more life. like if knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself? But it's not. Why don't we do that then? If you knowing what you know now, what would, what would, you, tell, what would, you, tell, would you tell yourself five years what ago? What would you tell your 16 year old self? Okay. Okay, now I gotta think about it a little more. Oh, I know. If you're in the same mindset and have like this, and you have all the same knowledge, what would you tell your 16 year old? Okay, self? well, I'd tell my 16 year old self to go with my gut on what I want to do. This is gonna be. This is gonna be I know exactly. We're I would, all gonna say the same thing. I would not go to college. I would if I had like assuming I have all this knowledge. Yeah. I would not go to college. I would get. I would finish high school. Maybe even leave high school early. Do that half year thing. Probably start traveling. Um, I'd probably maybe not even start a business right away. Maybe like spend a few years like traveling and doing like gap years and creating the business and the business plan and everything. Um, Yeah. And I would tell myself to go with my gut. Do do what makes you happy and don't don't overthink it because like these years, you know, are not like they're important, but they're not like 
you don't have like um family or what you know what i mean kids and all that so like i would just tell myself that whatever your gut thinks don't sit there and contemplate it. obviously it's good to think about things and good to think them through think things through but if you if i want to fly to africa to go on a safari like save up and do it like if you really if i really wanted to do that, that's what i do i just say go with my gut and i definitely would tell myself do not go to college i that's what i would do i agree um i would the same thing i don't i don't know if i would necessarily say don't go to college i don't know it's hard because i had a really if you good... have all the knowledge like everything you learned from school and like the experiences i'm assuming like I don't know. But I, I, yeah, that's the thing. That's the only thing yeah. that's, that's holding me back because I had a really good college experience playing baseball and yeah. like, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that aside, I definitely would agree with what Harrison was saying. Um, you would just take, have different take, experiences. Take chances. Yeah. Take, take huge risks because, yeah. like, even now we we are still at the age where we can do that. Yeah. But. The only thing when you're is, 16, you can do that even more so. Yeah. Um, the only reason I didn't do that is because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. So I think college, like like everyone says, is a great place to figure that mm-hmm. out. So like you might be like, oh, well, why didn't you do that in the first place? It's like, well, I didn't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> Never had, you know what I mean? I didn't know what I, Hindsight's didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I agree. I would have definitely done a lot more. I would have put myself out there a lot more. Yeah. Traveled try to see as much as possible and just see where life would have taken me instead of like following a path that almost every kid coming out of high school takes. Yeah. Um, Which is okay. Because the people, the people that we tend to look up to, like they all seem like they've taken that different yeah. path. They've not gone down them. a not different road. Them, but yeah. A majority of the, the people that we tend to be like, Oh man, that's so cool what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we could have done that, but we're we almost didn't. not to keep interrupting you, but we're almost like doing that on an opposite way. Like we're building ourselves right. to be able to, you know what right. I mean? So like instead of going, it's because it's instead of, instead of like telling reverse, our 16 year old selves, we're setting ourselves, yeah, our, setting ourselves our, up. We're setting our 30 year old selves up for we're reverse engineering that, like what we've learned these years to be able to do what we want to do. Adam's getting happy listening yeah, to us. Because <laughs> look at us like figure this out as we go. All right. Well, go ahead, Adam. 80% I'm happy. 20% for as much shit as you give me about using Gary Vaynerchuk as an answer. <laughs> you've dropped more of his buzzwords in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Self-awareness, reverse engineering. Yeah, I have. Reverse and predicated. Yeah. Predicated <laughs> on reverse engineering. Self-awareness. I know. It just makes me happy. Right. Um, dude, I don't know. I don't. I think the only thing. I don't know if I would change much. Yeah, I, I real quick. I, I, I'm not saying I have any regrets. No, yeah, this, no decisions regrets. I've made. I'm not. There's, <laughs> not there's none of that. Bag. I'm just saying if I could have done it differently, this that's what I would have done. No regrets Go ahead. at all. I think the only thing that I would tell myself is just to like have faith in what I thought was right and just do that earlier. Because mm-hmm. like I think that going back to your gut, you know, especially yeah, like especially throughout like most of high school and like the first part of college like i was a relatively quiet dude if you can imagine that um but like you know you always like knew what to do but you're kind of like yeah because like you're 17 like you don't really there's no consequences in life for you yet you know but i mean i I think that if you know from seeing the last especially like the last two or three years what just doing what you feel is right leads to and just being 100% convicted in that, like what that gets, I just, I wish I would say do that earlier, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, everything else, it's just, it's weird. Cause you know, it's third, I'm going to turn 29 in like two weeks where everybody doesn't know, which is basically 30 as far as I'm concerned. And like 30s, 30s are really, I don't feel comfortable sharing my age. 30s. Oh, stop. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Blink 182 saying one time. Are you 23? He doesn't know. I have no idea how old I am. Dude, I'm 23. Going, going off what you were just saying, though, um, yeah. Uh, I, if there's one thing that I've thought about before, uh, like being in high school and like going through high school and stuff, if I could, uh, kind of knowing what I knew now, if I was going to take a more um, like normal route, I definitely would have, this is like very specific answer, but I would have, 
probably went all in on some sort of sport because I, I you yeah. know, I never really took, like, I took high school sports seriously, but I didn't take them like next level serious. And I feel like a lot of times if you do, if you're going to do that, like you have, you have a shot, like maybe, you know, make play D1 instead of D3 or something like that. I don't know. That's, that's a, a smaller scale answer, but that's another thing that I would have potentially considered. <clears throat> no, I think it, it all boils down to just like, just like making decisions and acting on decisions so that you're not left with any kind of what if yeah, exactly. whatsoever, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. whatever, whatever form that takes, whether right. it's starting a business, whether it's playing sports, whether yeah. it's anything. It's basically, it kind of comes back to what you mentioned, but it's putting yourself out there too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's good. It's put, it's not being afraid of what you want to do and whether it be darts or yeah. I don't know whatever <laughs> it's not being afraid to like follow that passion yeah. you know I mean even if it's like football like yeah. you have to be able to you know pursue it yeah try yeah well, it's funny I, I, was, I was talking about today do it, go all in right I, I stopped at a meeting and I was talking to, to one of the guys that works there and he's like he thinks that the stuff that we're doing is absolutely amazing and he was talking Which about it, it and he I think yeah, that's pretty cool but he's talking to me about it. He's like, man, you know, there's a lot of times I just wonder, you know, like, you know, what if I had just tried something when I was 20? And like, mm-hmm. and like when you yeah. like, when you can like actually take a step back and look at it and like weigh the thought of trying something at 25 and having it not work out versus being 55 and never knowing mm-hmm. and never being able to know, like that's such an easy transaction. Yeah. But, you know, people just don't get that. Yeah. Like, like even people like that are like half in half out on like starting a business. It's like, 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 what do you have to lose? Yeah. Right. You're 22 yeah. years old. Yeah. Like you flame out, whatever. Okay. Then you're 23 and a half. Like, yeah. let's just see what happens. You know, like, and it's like, like you're like and where you, you know, start is not where you're going to end up, but it's, you, I think the reason if you flame out like that, like you're just saying, like if you are afraid of it failing, I think that's because you're not, you're you're also you're afraid of it failing but you're also afraid that you're not all in like if you're afraid of it failing that means that you somewhere in you thinks that like you're not trying your hardest you have a little bit you have a little tiny step out the door because if you had all feet in like if you were fully in the room (laughs) i really don't think you'd be that fearful of it failing if you because if you had all your feet in the room you believe in yourself you believe in the business and everything Right? Yeah. You know what's you know what's weird though? So oh, fear feet, of failure is also fear of yeah, feet in the room. <laughs> fear of failure is also fear of Do you know what you know what's the super, unknown. Do you know what's you know what's super weird in along those lines? P- people are more afraid to succeed oh, than yeah. they are to fail. Because like like you said, ninety percent of businesses fail. Like we're supposed to fail. Yeah. That's supposed to be the outcome. Like that's normal. Yeah. Like yeah. the thought of of starting it and then having it work and then being responsible for all that stuff that comes with it mm-hmm. and insurances and taxes and running the business and marketing it and, and everything, hiring employees, making sure you're compliant, all yeah. that. Like people like, like that hits people and it's just, you could see on their face. It's That's like the scary stuff. Terror. Yeah. You know, like, like I don't, I don't, for as much people say I'm afraid of failing, they, they're not afraid of failing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're afraid of not being, they're afraid of not being good enough. Yeah. I think is what it comes down to. And also, like, a lot of people are, that are think that way are, are in love with the idea, but they don't yeah. want to. They don't want to put in the work and the time to execute. Yeah, which is kind of goes along the same lines of, you know, being afraid to succeed because they're like, "Holy crap, I'm in for something yeah. that I am not ready for." It's, afra- <laughs> it's afraid to 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 yeah. have to see if you have it or not. Right. Yeah, you know, that, it's it's easier to blame, you know the yeah. local government or the yeah. governor or whatever like that that's easy yeah. like having to put yourself out there and then well, have it just be you yeah well we we didn't uh we don't have a red because our parents didn't buy us one like you know we don't have the kind of money to just travel wherever like you know what i mean like that's yeah. that's the thing that's serious thoughts that i have <laughs> yeah i literally think about and dylan and i talk about all the times like well it sucks because you know that guy's in africa and he his youtube views like pay for it and you know he just blew up from a viral video and like yep. but you know we have to be aware that that's not everyone like that's not the path for everyone well it's not even that it's just it's not everyone it's when you realize that it has zero yeah. percent influence on what you're gonna do right yeah is that that yeah. that's like the conversation's yeah. over and i think dylan and i've started to notice we've been making business decisions based off of like like you said that fear of success we are trying to set ourselves up 
in a smart way so that if and when we become successful, we're not afraid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, oh, we have to hire people. It. Yeah, we have to do this. Like, oh my gosh, it's so stressful. Like when we make a business decision, we're not, we, we really think about like the future. Like, well, is that the way we want the business to go? That means in the future, every single time we have to do this process, go over there and like, yeah. that's a grind to us and we don't want to have to be able to do, literally the other day, we we're, we're like looking at software, some of the blah, 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 technicals, looking at software and like, if there's one step out of that and we might have to invest more like money or whatever, like we're trying to set it up so that it's as convenient for us. So like, you, you know what I mean? Well, you not, make, mm-hmm. you, not you, you make, you, when you're in the right uh, mindset, you make the decision right. expecting to succeed. Right. Because so when you that's, get to that's point, what you want yeah. to happen and that's where you want to be. And that's when, like, when you're at that point, you're like, all right, this is what I expected. So this is what yeah. I'm ready for. But I think that's huge. It's, the, it's really the fear of success. Like these people who have all these businesses, like these startups and everything, or we're going to have 5 million year three. Well, we didn't hit 5 million year three. Like, let's go to the next thing. Or, you know, I got a job offer over here. That's what people expect, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you have that in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not, you have, I mean, you might get lucky, but the well, chances are it, it's, it's, it's it's just and it all and i think it's a good thing to end on it's it's just a matter of it's like when you hit that sweet spot and we talked about it in the last one where you kind of are lucky enough to be one of the people where that cross section of things that you like doing and things that you're good at and make you money line yeah, up yeah it's like when you have that and then you realize that making those decisions get a lot easier mm-hmm. yeah you know like it's easy for me right now like we have tough decisions that you I mean the further you go the tougher your decisions get where we're looking right now where we have to look at like you know serious like cash flow stuff with employees coming on and things like that and like if i wasn't 100 percent confident in where we were at and where we were going and our ability to get there that decision would be really really hard to make yeah when we we, we talked about it for maybe two minutes and we looked at it and it's like, yeah, we can do that. Yep. And that was it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's that's not cockiness, that's not extra bravado. That's literally just, I mean, with us now, three years of track record. You got it set up And just, way. you know, like the like being the only variable to your own success is probably the most empowering thing that you can have. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like we're fortunate enough where like we've gotten to a spot where that's the case. like the one thing that our success in con- is contingent on is us going out there and making it happen. Mm-hmm. It's Entity. not some, it's not some big government contract coming in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, you know, us, you know, finally getting a meeting with this one person. It's, you know, if they want to work with us, great. Yep. Awesome. I would love to do it. If they don't. Okay. Yep. Move on. You know, and it's just, that's just such a, a empowering place to be in mm-hmm. that it's like, what are you if there's nothing to be afraid of at that point yeah all right that was good facts facts all right thanks for listening to episode 0.2 of the podcast we're still in beta mode here we are going to get this thing down 0.3 whatever we're at we're gonna gonna get this thing down numbers soon it's not the real one yet so don't worry about podcast one will be coming soon we're gonna get some guests lined up for you we got some good ones in mind um yeah, please subscribe to this on your podcast app on your Apple iPhone. <laughs> and it'll also be on YouTube, the video. We're still trying to figure out. But if you want to watch it and you're in the office, um, you don't want to listen to it on your phone, pop it up on YouTube. Um, please hit Key Branding Labs up on Facebook, Instagram, every every other place you can think of. Um, I think that's pretty much hit it. Hit up at Thank South you. 60, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, our websites, Twitter. Twitter um, yeah, and, you know. Also, let us know. Or where else you want to potentially hear this if you don't yeah, want if, to use the podcast app, if you you know are an Android user and you yeah. want it on Google Play Store, Google, I don't even know what that's yeah, called. We're still but. learning on this, so any sort of advice you guys have for us, if you have other questions, if you want to be on the show, if you think we should be doing something different for it, we welcome the advice. Um, we also welcome guests, so yeah, please hit us up. Um, I'd say also, just as a quick experiment, we should do a test. Anybody that's actually listened yeah. to this point, True. Yeah, please. I would say hit us up with a comment on Facebook. Yeah, with an emoji. You will probably post so. it on yours, right? Yeah. Follow, go to South 60's Facebook. Facebook.com slash South 60. Find this post 
and then I'd say we'll pick one person who comments that we're not related to, like yeah, direct relation, to right? Me. Yeah. And I say we hook them up with either a KBL or South sure, 60T. Yeah. We'll hook you up with Maybe both. Let's do both. Yeah, we'll or, do both. Deal. Yeah, and um, yeah, done. Cool. Done. Which so, like fucking oh comment um th- thank you if you just made it this first far. one to comment uh what emoji your favorite emoji no nope. fi- nope. no it's gonna nope. be specific. soft serve soft ice serve. cream soft emoji. serve first one to comment is soft serve ice cream emoji on our Facebook post that's not directly related to us we'll get a free T-shirt or they can be on the, sh- the one of the shows well they can do both I feel like they'd probably want the T-shirt or the T-shirt <laughs> depends on what you want just uh yeah go ahead and do it we'll hit you up mm. um all right thanks for listening. Hit him with a catchy ending. Thanks for listening. You gotta want it. Peace.